Joel Dukes. 1-3-1, one, one, but with Yoli up top, which I like, it's hard to rebound, but he gets a steal. Yoli the steal, driving dunk. <laughs> Yoli Childs makes it an 11-point lead. BYU's first 11-point lead of the night, 85-74, two minutes to go. Helping BYU finish off the Niagara Purple Eagles, 95-88 to 88 is our final score. Greg Rubel, Mark Durant with you courtside. Cougars go to 3-1 and one on the year. The Purple Eagles fall to 1-3. and three. BYU shoots 54% from the field, 58% from the arc, 76% from the free throw line, outboards Niagara by 2, comes back after a sluggish first half to pull away, not all the way, as Niagara really did hang tough, but BYU wins it by 7 after trailing by 3 at halftime. So BYU's first win when trailing at the break this year, 31 points before halftime, 64 points after halftime. 95-88 is our final. Yeah, I mean, that was uh, a fun game because it was exciting, a little more exciting than I'd hoped, but BYU's they got to take what they can get at this point. There's going to be no easy games for them, and they need to they need to step up and make big plays, and that's what was the most, the thing that most impressed me tonight, Greg, when it was tight, they needed the shot, they hit the big shot. And it was a bunch of different guys. That tells me a lot about this team that in a pressure situation, they're going to be able to perform. And and so although I'm not thrilled that they were in a tight game with Niagara at home, I think this team learned a lot tonight, made some big plays, and it was certainly an entertaining, fun game to watch. All right, individual numbers of note. Elijah Bryant, 22 points, and they all come off the bench. He was hurt. And it was a was great a, he, he was in a, a, a boot yesterday, didn't practice, shot around today, but didn't start. And the question was, does he even play? He comes in in the first half, ends up being one of the main reasons BYU wins this game. I, I love that a guy, and, and he's had injuries, so he's really concerned about it, obviously. And he certainly looked like, you know, I, I watched him after the game shaking hands with people. He's still limping. It, it's not like it went away, but he knew his team needed him. And he came in and he gave it everything he had. He played amazing. That, that, that tells me a lot about Elijah. I love to see it. That's what I need from these guys. Guys really reaching down, sacrificing, doing whatever it takes to get a win. And he, he was a guy that did that tonight. 13 of 14 at the free throw line for Elijah Bryant. 22 points to lead BYU. Yoli, 21 on 10 of 17. Childs played very, very well. Didn't get the rewards early. A lot of short stuff missing, but ends up going 10 of 17 from the field. He scores 21. 18 for TJ Haas, who was 8 of 9 at the free throw line. 11 for Luke Worthington. Those four in double figures. 8 Celius, 7 Nixon, 6 Hardnet, 2 Dastrup. Gets you to 95. 36 points for Matt Scott tonight. Great Scott is right, said Mark Durant. 20 for Khalil Duke. So those two, the big two, were huge tonight for Coach Chris Casey. 25, 10 for Barton. Seven for Rob, fours for Kuwaka Mensa and Crochet, three for Tate, twos for Towns, and King gets you to 88. BYU 37 rebounds, Niagara 35. BYU 14 assists and 14 turnovers after a six assist, 10, 10 turnover first half. So only four turnovers after halftime tonight for BYU. Three blocks, four steals for the Cougars. Niagara 13 points, 11, re- 11 turnover, uh, 13 assists, 11 turnovers, five blocks, and seven steals. Miscellaneous categories, BYU plus 14 in the paint, plus two off turnovers, minus three second chance, minus two fast break, plus 20 off the bench, four ties, 10 lead changes. Niagara led by as many as six, BYU by as many as 12. Cougars win it by 7, 95 to 88. Let's take a look now at our new skin data discovery brought to you by new skin. Discover the best you. Mark, what do you discover in tonight's box score? 
So you got your field goal percentage, you got your three-point percentage, and your free throw percentage on my score sheet. I looked down that, and when all of those numbers start with a number higher than four, you're going to win the game. 54% from the field, 58% from the three-point line. That one alone is going to win you games, and 76% from the free throw line. Great, great shooting night. And uh, they're pressure-filled shots, and they, they came through and hit some big shots. That's your new skin, Data. Discovery, BYU a winner, 95-88. to 88. The Cougars improved to 2-1 uh, and one at home, 3-1 and one on the year. Niagara has played all four of its games this season away from home. They fall to 1-4, and four, but uh, tough challenges at St. Bonaventure Regional Game. They win it at ranked Minnesota. They lose it at UMass. High-scoring game lost, and then at BYU here in the Mountain Time Zone. Two time zones away with a short day in between Sunday and Tuesday to play, and they were out-battled tonight. Final score, 95-88. All right, much more coming up from Provo. Post-game coverage, including player and coach interviews. Coming up next, though, Jason Shepard, who, by the way, will be your play-by-play man on the weekend with Mark Durant back east in Brooklyn. You and Jason will handle the Alabama and UMass games Friday and Saturday. And, by the way, Alabama does hang on to defeat UTA by a score of 78-77 to in Tuscaloosa. Mavs gave them a good run, lose by one but they probably opened a few eyes that weren't opened by the game in Provo. You win by 14 at the Marriott Center. You're a pretty good basketball team. You go to Tuscaloosa, lead and almost win. A lot of respect for UTA. Certainly, Mavericks fall by one. That's part of the Barclays Center Classic. Alabama involved, and BYU will see Bama now on Friday. I look forward to that, uh, but, it, Greg, it's it's not too late to switch marks if you want to. I'm I'm willing to go to west Hawaii. to Hawaii. Have Mark do the basketball. Lions, <laughs> Lions go... No, I'm excited about that. In Alabama, it would be a great challenge. Uh, certainly beatable, uh, but uh, BYU's going to have to play a great game. It's just going to be a, a fun Thanksgiving weekend, taking my family out there. We're going to – the Durant's taking over New York City, so it'll be great. I'll miss you, but uh, you got your business to take care of, and uh, we'll take care of the East Coast. You take care of the West, West, the West, West Coast. The Far West. All right, uh, Cougar fans, happy with tonight's outcome. 85 – I beg your pardon, 95, 88. BYU over at Niagara tonight here at the Marriott Center. Jason Shepard's coming up next with Cougar Post Game Live here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The final buzzer has sounded. And today's BYU basketball game is complete. Sellius another three. Got it again! On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Exclusive post-game coverage of BYU basketball is brought to you by Provo Land Title. In 1966, we started with a simple goal, service. 50 years later, that goal is now a tradition. Now, let's join your host, Jason Shepard. Niagara tried its best to postpone the inevitable late, but... BYU is going to win this one. 95-88 is the final score. We'll get you back to the Marriott Center for more postgame coming up in just a few minutes. Let's update you on other action involving BYU teams today. We will start with BYU women's basketball. Just a couple hours ago at the Marriott Center, they were hosting Utah Valley. Cougars win this one 75-54. Malia Nawahine leading BYU at 21 21 points. We're in a chase with 16. Shelley Salmon with 10, and Cassie DeVagere with 11. Nice week for BYU women's basketball. They'll hit the road for a couple of games next week. Also tonight, it was senior night at the Smith Fieldhouse. Number 7, BYU women's volleyball honoring three seniors before tonight's match against LMU. It was Cozy Burnett, 
Matty Graham and Elohi Robbins-Hardy playing their final regular season home game. And as you would expect, BYU sweeps the Lions 3 to nothing. They took set number one, 25-19. 25-20 was set number two, and they swept things in set number three, 25-16. Now BYU waits to find out exactly what will happen in the postseason. They certainly will be playing in the postseason. Whether or not they host or will have to uh, travel in the first couple of rounds remains to be seen. We will find out within the next couple of days. Top 25 action. Greg mentioned this just moments ago. We've been following all night long. Number 25, Alabama, who BYU will face Friday in Brooklyn. They were hosting UT Arlington, who was in Provo last Saturday, and beat the Cougars. This one went back and forth, and really in the first half it was all Mavericks, but in the second half, the Crimson Tide roared back. Turned out it turned a little bit to be a little closer than what it looked like with a, with about three or four minutes to go. Alabama hangs on for a one-point win, 77-76 over UT Arlington. And again, BYU will take on number 25 Alabama Friday at the uh, Steinberg Wellness Center on the campus of LIU Brooklyn. It's a game we will have for you right here on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Games going on in the top 25. Just under 12 minutes to go in the second half. Number 22, Baylor trailing at Creighton 40-36. to Halftime, number 13, Notre Dame with a 40-24 to lead on the road at LSU. Everything else is a final. Kansas destroys Texas Southern 114-71. It was Wichita State over Marquette 80-66. to Number 12, Cincinnati the Bearcats defeating the Richmond Spiders 75 to 48. Number 14, Minnesota on top of Alabama A&M 100 to 57. Texas A&M defeats Penn State 98 to 87. Louisville 19th ranked in the country gets the 84 to 42 victory over Southern Illinois. And number 23 UCLA two better than Wisconsin at home. Final score from LA 72-70 in favor of the Bruins. Other games tonight involving WCC teams. Nice road win for. Pacific, they go to the Air Force Academy and get the 83 to 71 victory. In the second half, it is San Francisco leading Sonoma State 51 to 25, and nearing halftime in Malibu, Oral Roberts leading Pepperdine 37 to 31. Coming up next, there's only one game going on in the NBA tonight. We'll update you on that score. Your final tonight, though, from the Marriott Center: BYU defeating Niagara 95-88. We'll have more of Cougar post game live next on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Cougar Post Game Live. Jason Shepard with you. Your final tonight. BYU gets the victory over Niagara, 95-88. to Only one game going on tonight in the NBA. Nearing halftime, it is the Bulls leading the Lakers in L.A. at Staples Center, 46-34. to That's a wrap for Cougar Post Game Live after the break. We're going to send you back to the Marriott Center for the Cougar Locker Room Show. Guys will be talking with T.J. Hawes. Your final again from Provo, 95-88. Cougars defeating the Purple Eagles, and you heard it all right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our exclusive post-game coverage continues with the Cougar Locker Room Show. We'll hand off TJ3, post fires. Oh! Brought to you by Mountain Point Medical Center. Our experienced team puts you and your heart health first. Now, let's head back to the Bryant Eating and Cooling courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 
BYU now 3-1 on the season, 3-0 without shooting the opposition, as BYU did tonight. Cougars shot 54% from the field to Niagara's 46%. Cougars also shot it well from distance at 58%. 76% of free throws were made, in part due to our guest, TJ Haas, who was 8 of 9 at the line, part of an 18-point night, 6 rebounds, 6 assists, in a team-high 36 minutes of play. BYU 95, Niagara 88, our final. TJ Haas with us courtside. TJ, congrats on the win. Thank you. That was a good night for us. Yeah, I'll say it wasn't a great first half for you guys. 31 points at halftime. You're down 34-31. Whatever the message was, it got through to you and the guys. A 64-point second half. What did change from the first 20 to the second 20 for you guys? Uh, one of the things we focused on at halftime was, uh, you know, controlling the controllables. We had we had 10 turnovers in the first half that were unnecessary. Um, and we weren't, we weren't doing the things that we normally do. And, and so we, we really wanted to come out and control those, those controllables. Um, and, and I thought we did that. We took better care of the ball. And, and really, we were a little bit more aggressive on offense as well. And we, we just played our game offensively. Well, you played great, TJ. It was fun to watch you. you got a great line. I'm looking at it. I, I noticed the six rebounds. One of my favorite plays was, and it was a big play. You boxed out a big guy, and he fouled you, and you got free throws. That was a big play, and uh, that was impressive to see. But, you, this is kind of the second game in a row you've really faced some pretty impressive guard competition. Tonight you have Dukes and uh, Scott and even then Barton. What was the you, – you knew these guys were good. What was kind of the game plan to address those guys? Obviously Scott had a big night and those guys had a big night, but what were you trying to accomplish against them? Uh, you know, before every game we talk about, you know, guarding guys a, as a team. You know, if, if one guy scores on us, he scores on, on everyone, right? And, and so we – we, this team is very good in transition, uh, whether it's a make or a miss, they're up the floor shooting quick shots. And, and so, you know, we, we really talked a lot this week about uh, showing our numbers and making sure we're back and, and really guarding those guys as a team defensively. Last week at Princeton, you sat uh, probably more than you would have liked with foul trouble. Tonight, you missed the last few minutes of the first half with a couple of fouls. That's no fun for you, I can tell. When you're when you're on the bench, you, you it's, I mean, most guys, it's not going to be a lot, but uh, that's uh, it's been bugging you, hasn't it? Yeah, it's a big thing for me right now. I'm trying to be aggressive defensively, um, but you got to play defense without fouling, and that's that's a big thing that Coach Troyer's focused on with us this year, not using our hands. You know, always, always showing the ref our hands, not letting them call ticky-tack fouls like that. So I'm, I'm trying to get better every game, but it's a process. You saw Hervey and Neal from UTA the other night, Scott and Dukes here tonight. Those two tandems of players are as good as you're going to see all year long. Tremendous players. For sure. No, they're really good players, and, uh, you know, it's fun to have a good challenge. Someone that we, we've scouted, and, uh, you know, they're great shooters. They can get to the basket. Um, and so it's good It's good for us as guards to, to help us improve and, and, and play really good guys. It's fun to play against those guys. Did the final possession of the first half get talked about at halftime, or was that something you all kind of realized happened, no need to talk about it? What happened? When first we, BYU didn't play for the final shot at the end of the first half there, took an early shot, and Niagara scored. Do you even remember what we're talking about toward the end of the first half? <laughs> Did we turn it over down here? Yeah. Could have yeah. held for the last shot, didn't get the last shot, turned it over, they score a three-point play at the end of the half. Did it get talked about, or just was that part of a first half? You just move yeah, on? Yeah, we just moved on from that. I didn't hear much about that. Okay. So. Yeah, it's something broadcasters would talk about, but you guys are moving on. Uh, before the break, is this mustache a real thing? Is this happening? I couldn't tell you had it when you're on the floor. I see it now. You couldn't see it from the floor, <laughs> from back here? <laughs> 
I don't know. We'll see. I'm, a few of the guys on the team are doing it, but it doesn't look that great, but we're just doing it. <laughs> are so. you really dedicated to it? Or are you like, take it or are you like take it or leave right now? We'll see this weekend if it's still there. Okay. Yeah. Maybe based on the outcome. We'll see. I'll let you know. I'll text you. <laughs> I'm very, very inquiring minds want to know. All right. The more TJ Howes after the break here. BYU wins it to 95-88 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. All right, so welcome back to Provo's Marriott Center. Greg Rubel, Mark Durant visiting with T.J. Haas. T.J. 18, one of four Cougars in double figures tonight. Elijah Bryant, 22. Yoli Childs, 21. T.J. 18, 11 for Luke Worthington. As BYU wins it by a score of 95-88 on the strength of a dominant second half. 64 scored after halftime as BYU goes to 3-1 and one on the year. Yoli Childs stayed with it. He had some stuff that inside that didn't go for him, but he ends up 10 for 17 on the night tonight. 21 points for for Yoli. Um, he's he's finding his game. He certainly had it in the exhibition season. Maybe a little slower start than he'd like at the beginning of the regular season, but uh, you've seen this guy enough to know he'll be huge for you this year. For sure. No, at halftime he he was a little bit frustrated, but you know I, I told him you're getting great shots. Keep being aggressive. Keep doing your thing. And uh, what he did tonight in the second half was really impressive. He came back tough and. Uh, he was very strong around the basket, finished some tough shots, and he came back really tough in the second half. TJ, bad shooting night for the team the other night, no question about it, but tonight, fantastic, especially from the three-point line. When you have a tough night, what's the what's the thinking? Do you, do you let yourself think about it? You're just saying, oh, that's just one of those things. Let's go out and just keep shooting. I mean, that's the attitude you have to have, isn't it? Yeah, no, it's just shooter's mentality. You just keep moving. Uh, you know, we missed a few shots the other night, but... Uh, we're going to keep shooting those shots. We got we got some good shots. We forced a few, but um, those good shots that we get, we're going to keep shooting, and uh, we trust each other to, to shoot good shots, and uh, we're trying to find each other and, and get those good looks. You took 27 threes as a team against UTA, 12 tonight. How much of that was by design that you dropped that number that much? You know, I looked at that, and that surprised me a lot. Uh, but I thought uh, offensively we were really patient tonight, and, and we did focus a little bit uh, this game on, on getting the ball in the post a little bit more. Uh, we knew we could take advantage of, of their big guys a little bit, and so we, we tried to get the ball in the post, but I thought we took really great threes. You know, most of our threes were were like horse shots. They were wide open, so that was really good for us. Now, with 30-plus games in a year, you never want to put too much emphasis on, on one game, uh, win or lose, but how important was it this game coming when it did after the UTA game before another trip back east for a tough weekend that you get a positive result and build off it into the weekend here for sure no it was really good for our team to bounce back like that uh, we had a tough first half and and to bounce back from that as well was really good for us and, and so you never really want to lose two in a row and and so I think we're in a good place heading into Brooklyn back east you go you were just there last week I know, long flight, but but we're really excited. It's going to be a lot of fun to be back there. Alabama, who edged out UTA, who you know well, by one tonight, 78-77. You get Bama on Friday. You get UMass on Saturday. And Niagara also played UMass, so you've probably seen UMass and looking at Niagara Films. So those two games, Friday, Saturday, both early in the day, uh, 2.30 Eastern time, 12.30 in the Mountain Time Zone. I'll be in Hawaii. Uh, Mark will be there with Jason Shepard to call the games, but I'll be tuning in, following you guys from afar. Good luck this weekend in uh, Brooklyn, TJ. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, that's TJ Haas. We'll come back with the coaches' comments after we can after we uh, ret- return to Provo and the Marriott Center, BYU 95, Niagara 88, our final on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
It's time to get the final word on today's game from head coach Dave Rose. I'm really proud of our guys. I just think that, uh, you know, you go to the last 80 minutes that we've played and you've seen a lot of fight. It's the BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Post Game Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain Point Medical Center. Our experienced team puts you and your heart health first. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, so welcome back courtside here at the Marriott Center. Greg Rubel and Mark Durant, head coach Dave Rose, sitting down with us courtside to talk about BYU's 95-88 win over a very tough Niagara team. Uh, gave BYU all it wanted and then some in falling by seven tonight. Coach Rose with us. And Coach Rose, congratulations to you on win number three on the year. These guys played a really nice game tonight. And, uh, man, alive. The guards you've seen in the in the last couple of games here are tremendous. Well, I, th- I think that... Uh... You just you know that every team you're going to play is going to have really good players. I think the the way that um, you know the game has kind of changed over the years, uh, and and the rules that have changed. I mean, you get a lot of you know really good players that transfer their senior year and go somewhere, or they they, they graduate and they can go play another year. But it, it it's you're not going to play very many teams that don't have you know really good players and. These three guards tonight were uh, were really hard to handle, and the style that they play made it even a little more difficult uh, for us. Turned the ball over ten times in the first half and had no rhythm at all offensively. We got the ball a lot of times right where we wanted to get it, and then we didn't we didn't convert, and then that, that creates some frustrations and gets guys speeding up a little bit. But uh, I thought we settled down in the second half and and played to our strengths. Um, we pushed the ball a little bit more and, and got some scores right at the rim and got to the free throw line and in the end that kind of you know helped us pull the, pull the game out at the end, in the end. Well, Coach, what a great performance from Elijah Bryant. Uh, you know, obviously a little hobbled and I'm sure you would have preferred to play him a little bit less, but you needed him and he came through and had a marvelous game. He did. He really uh, he really was was aggressive and. Uh, you know, it's it's a tough thing to it's tough. You know, you don't practice for a couple of days and then you come in and play and and then you you, you have you know you have a, a a sore foot. I mean, that's not fun to play on. But uh, you know, he was a gamer and getting to the free throw line like he did was really helped us. And then he hit a couple of big threes. But defensively, he was you know he was good for us. We we, we didn't have an answer for you know thir- th- 13 for Matt Scott. I mean, he's a guy that uh, kind of tore us up all night long and. Kind of remind me a little bit of quite a few years ago when we played James Harden, and we just couldn't get that dude under control. We couldn't get this guy under control tonight either. And you know, he kind of used his offhand to create space a lot. And and um, and you know, when it, when a guy gets 36 for his team, they they usually win. But for us, it was good balance, and we we're able to you know secure the win. On one of uh, Scott's space-creating baseline jumpers, Mark invoked the name of James Harden on that kind of play. Yeah, it, 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 he's he, he had that, and he has that snake dribble coming off a, a pick and roll, and he reads it, and then he gets his body into you, and he almost likes the contact to a shot, maybe better than just a you know space for a shot. So, but it's uh, it's pretty impressive, and you know you watch him on film, and you know that he's really talented, but then. You, know, you actually try to get a guy out there to to stop him, and they did they did a really good job of of switching. You know, and we 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 were trying to uh, you know eliminate a lot of you know uh, issues. You know, coming over screens, and so 
we switched a little bit more tonight than we normally do, and they really took advantage of the mismatch. If I had asked you in our pregame conversation who you thought your leading rebounder would be at the end of the night, I'm pretty sure you wouldn't have said Elijah Bryant. <laughs> well, he was really going after him, uh, especially those defensive rebounds. You know, you could just see that he was really committed to to grabbing those things. And, and you know, right behind that was TJ with six. That's, uh, you know, and that's, six assists. And so, you know, our guards were really, really active, uh, you know, down there. And, uh, you know, it was good to see Yo get a couple offensive rebounds that turned into some points for us. And Luke got a couple offensive rebounds that turned into extra possessions. And I, I just think the second half that we eliminated the turnovers and we rebounded the ball way better. And, and obviously, you got to make shots. I mean, Zach hit a big three uh, out from Yo, and like I said, Eli hit those two, and TJ hit a couple. And you know that that we need that you know for for the confidence, but we also need it to space the floor so our inside guys can have some room to work. And and Yo's 17 shots tonight, I think, were a, was a season high for him. And and you know after the first half where he really kind of struggled to get it in, he he was really efficient in the second half. Play of the game might have been, uh, you're up 52-50 on a free throw make by Eli. He misses the second, but Yo gets the offensive rebound and the stick back and the free throw, five-point lead. At that time, it felt like kind of like a play of the game. Time. Yeah, and that five-point lead felt like 100. Yeah, you know, way we'd, we'd been We'd been down so much and, and struggling. And we got ahead there, and, uh, and then we got up by seven or eight, and then they cut it back down again. This is, uh, you know, a good team, and, and we had some opportunities uh, through all of that, but the best thing was we, we, we got shots. We didn't turn the ball over, and, and turning that ball over early in the game really turned into a, a difficult assignment trying to get them stopped in transition. Well, I watched the MAAC conference race with interest. Uh, uh, they were picked fifth, and uh, they feel they got a pretty good group, and we saw that group uh, play well tonight and uh, fall by 7, 95-88. Uh, 22 from Elijah Bryant, whose status was questionable before the game, really got that out, and uh, maybe BYU doesn't have uh, the result they did without what Eli did tonight. To 21 for Yo. Matt Scott scores 36 for Niagara, and yet BYU pulls away uh, for the win, 95-88. And Coach Rose, you guys shot a great number from the field, from the arc, from the stripe. Uh, you won't lose too many games shooting the way you did tonight to really nice performance that way. And it's, it's you know it's it's a good thing. I think that uh, you know coming off your first loss of the season, and guys you know didn't you didn't play as well as they would like to have played. And individually, you know, uh, uh, we didn't shoot the ball very well at all. In fact, we shot the ball pretty poorly actually. But uh, our guys were a lot more patient tonight. I think the patience in the first half caused a lot of indecision. That kind of put us in a uh, uh, a situation where we turned the ball over quite a bit. But in the second half, I thought that it created the shots that we wanted. Open shots, shots that guys stuck, jumped up and stuck them in. We got Yoli really involved in the offense down low, and he scored. And, uh, and they made a lot of you know, individual just big plays, getting offensive rebounds and sticking them. That, that, that offensive rebound on the missed free throw was huge when he got it, stuck it in. Uh, then he got another big one where he you know, put it back in. And, and that's how Yo is usually. When he when he gets six or seven or eight offensive rebounds, it usually turns into ten or twelve points for him. So um, that was that was a good sign for us. I love how Luke Worthington's playing coach, and I, I love how he you know, he works hard to get position. He keeps his position, and he's become a an offensive option for you. Five for six tonight. He's doing a great job. Yeah, and, and Luke's. I think our guys are doing a better job of finding him. Uh, with angles, Luke's doing a really good job of sealing and getting an opportunity where that thing comes in and he can get right to the rim and score it. 
He's he's developed a nice little comfortable left-handed, uh, you know, move that uh, is difficult to defend. And then tonight, he, you know, he went over his uh, his left shoulder, made a nice baseline hook. So, I, uh, one thing that you'd love about Luke is that he is he is totally 100% invested in the team and winning, and uh, that's why he's one of our captains. And you know, the other night, uh, all, I, all I can remember is. You know, Luke, the times that he's on the bench, and, and, and those guys, when they get on the bench, sometimes they go all kinds of different ways, but Luke is actually in, involved helping the guys, the younger guys. I mean, he, he's, he's you know, got the most experience as far as, you know, playing minutes and, and being in the games here. So he's, uh, he, he's a guy that we really rely on, and, and right now he's doing a great job for us. Well, now it's uh, back east for you. We say back east, and it's really back, back east. You were just there. Yeah, we were just there, but... I was telling the guys in the print medium that the thing that feels the best about this is that is that it, it you know we knew it was coming. We we tried to figure out where we were going to put this in, and you know the the the, the Princeton trip is behind us. We don't have to play another week or two and then go back there. I mean, the fact that it's 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 passed and we're, we've moved on. Now we got to go back and uh, and and really you know the, these two games back to back. We do it every year. Last year we had a day in between. Um, and, and won the first game, lost the second when we went to Vegas. But these are these are really important games for us to to, to find. You know, we got this group of three: Yo and and, and uh, Eli and TJ that played a lot of minutes together last year. But everybody else, you're adding different pieces to it to find what it actually can do for you to help you match up in different situations. And we're going to play the most talented athletic team that we've played all year long on Friday in Alabama, and we'll see how. The rest of the guys match up with with those three guys and what kind of group we can put out there. In beating UTA tonight in Tuscaloosa, 77-76, Bama gets one guy in double figures, but that one guy was Colin Sexton, and he scored 29. <laughs> yeah, and, and you know Colin's a projected you know lottery pick, and uh, he uh, he obviously you know showed up tonight, and and uh, but I, I heard Arlington had the ball you know down one at the end to get a shot and actually ended up turning it over but that's a tough team too i mean that, that that's pretty impressive for those guys to you know second night of a road trip and and fly all around the country and, and go down there and and it was basically the same thing you know the little fella had 12 assists or so and hurry had 22 or 23 it was uh Quite an effort. I think that I think Arlington was up five at halftime. So they did have the 46-41 lead at the break. Uh, lose 77-76. Well, Mark and Jason Shepard will do your games out in Brooklyn. I'll be tuned in from Honolulu as you guys play Friday and Saturday. So uh, best of luck on the weekend and safe travels, Coach. We'll see you. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to you and your yeah. family, and we'll uh, we'll see you back here. Uh, we'll see you next week. All right. Well, thanks, Greg. Good, good safe travels over there, and have a enjoyable time. I hope, I hope my best wishes to the football team that they can. Go over there and end the season with a win. And uh, Thanksgiving time is a little bit different as a college basketball coach. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit different. And my, my, my wife reminded me that so is Christmas. I guess a couple years ago we played on Christmas yeah. Day too. So we're but we're, we're excited for uh, this opportunity and hopefully that uh, we'll learn a lot about our team here. All right. Have a great time in Brooklyn. Okay. Thanks a lot. All right. That's Coach Dave Rose. Uh, coach Casey coming up next as we continue. BYU wins at 95-88 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
Courtside Marriott Center, Greg Grubel with you. BYU 95, Niagara 88 is our final score. BYU down three at the break, wins it by seven after taking the second half by 10, 64-54 in a high-scoring second 20 minutes. All right, the head coach of the Purple Eagles is Chris Casey. He spoke with our Tanner Wilkinson a short time ago. Here are those comments. Uh, well, we lost. I mean, I thought we did some good things. Um, got some tough calls in some tough spots. Um, I thought we played our hearts out like we usually do. And, uh, you know, we're a couple plays away from having the lead down the stretch instead of fighting from behind. So, um, you know, I was proud of what our guys did, disappointed in the result, though. Scott had a really, really awesome game for you guys tonight, was able to put up a lot of points. What makes him so difficult to defend? He scores multiple ways. He can drive you to the basket. He can make threes. He's got mid-range. He gets offensive rebounds. He, he scores multiple ways. When you score multiple ways, it's hard to take away your scoring. You can't just, you know, you're not, you know some guys are one-dimensional. You can take one thing away and try to keep from scoring. He's certainly not. Seems like when BYU moved to that 1-3-1 zone, that gave you guys a little bit of some problems. What ultimately does the 1-3-1 zone cause? What are the length bothered us? You know, we're not a big team, and they are a very big team. So, you know, I thought we got a couple looks against us. We did make some plays against us, against it. But, um, you know, it, the length in that zone bothered us. Specifically Childs at the very top of the zone? The entire zone. I mean, you know, you put him at the top, and then you got, you know, 6'8", 6'7". They got big guys, you know. So we got into some cracks, but, um, you know, their length bothered us in the zone. Your next game is against Alabama A&M going back for a tournament. What are you looking forward in playing A&M? I'm looking very much forward to getting home. We've been on the road since the start of the season. Uh, so very much forward to looking to get home and play in our own gym. And, uh, you know, we'll take a look at the tape and, and see what we need to do to win. What is it like being able to bring your guys to a big atmosphere like the Marriott Center? Do you feel like that helps prepare your guys for play later on? Well, every experience should help you uh, prepare you for later on. We played four very, very tough teams on the road. We were able to get one. I thought we played very well in two of them against Minnesota and here. Uh, not so well against UMass. Um, but, you know, the, the experience should hopefully help us uh, as we get into league play. Thank you so much, Coach. All right, there it is. Uh, Coach Chris Casey of the Niagara Purple Eagles. Our thanks to intern Tanner, Tanner Wilkinson, for getting those comments a short time ago. His team does head home, yes, after four in a row on the road. I think it's time for four straight at home for the Purple Eagles, who fall to BYU tonight by a final score of 95-88. to 88. Well, this was an entertaining one here at the Marriott Center. Hope you enjoyed it along with us. Certainly a lot of fun to call for you. Next up, a couple of games in Brooklyn. I will not be with the basketball team. I'll be with football this weekend in Honolulu. It's BYU and Hawaii from Aloha stadium on saturday evening but friday afternoon and saturday afternoon jason shepherd and mark durant bringing you byu basketball 11:30 a.m mountain time pregame and a 12:30 mountain time tip both friday versus alabama and saturday versus umass so enjoy shep and mark durant with the call from liu brooklyn and from the barclays center in this barclays center classic as it concludes back east in brooklyn so shep and mark with you for hoops i'll be with you for football and that'll be a five o'clock mountain time pregame seven o'clock mountain time kick the cougars and the rainbow warriors from aloha stadium on saturday so basketball friday and a basketball football doubleheader on saturday thanksgiving weekend hope you enjoy it with us here on the network our thanks to all those who made 
tonight's broadcast possible. Our statistician, Russ Larson, my color commentary colleague, Mr. Mark Durant, intern Tanner was on hand, Tanner Wilkinson, the uh, BYU sports information staff from the basketball standpoint from uh, Kyle Chilton, also to Niagara's sports information staff, their coach, Chris Casey, BYU's coach, Dave Rose, TJ Howells also with us in the postgame. And back east, we had our control board operator, Carter Malloy, staying up late. Our network manager is Mike Tingle. Our coordinating producer is Dave Shook. Our thanks to our flagships, BYU Radio and KSL News Radio as well. Hope you enjoyed tonight's game. I know I did, uh, bringing it to you. What a fun one to call. BYU 95 and Niagara 88, our final BYU now 3-1 and on the season heading back east. That's going to do it for tonight. So happy Thanksgiving, everybody. I'm Greg Rubel saying in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Men's Basketball. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network, good night and and so long from Provo.